Hi, this is Len Edgerly. I am back at Ocean Park after attending, helping volunteer at Pete Buttigieg's event in Dover, New Hampshire. I'm going to split up the rest of the recording. I, I uploaded some intro uh, activity before it. There were some pretty good speakers leading up to when Pete took the stage, and I'm going to create sort of a introductory episode of about 10 minutes. You're going to hear from the chair of the Dover uh, New Hampshire Democrats, Jim Verschuren, a uh, guy about my age, said that his first uh, time voting was in 1968. He voted for Nixon, and that got a big laugh in the Democratic crowd. Uh, he was followed by Amelia Machier, and she's deputy state director, was hired in, uh, I think, last month, worked on two successful campaigns for Colorado, uh, California state legislative candidates. Uh, young woman, she spoke briefly, and then we heard from a uh, state representative, Matt Wilhelm, uh, who spoke movingly about Pete's national service plan. I was impressed at these speakers, and I, I hope you'll find it valuable just because, you know, you, you hear that Pete has raised a lot of money, but he's not doing as well in the polls as some of the other candidates. And so the big question is, what kind of organization is being put down in the early states? certainly including New Hampshire. And I thought that these three speakers just gave a, uh, an indication of the depth and the effectiveness of the people that are on the ground, have been on the ground now for a couple of months here in New Hampshire. And uh, so that's sort of uh, inside baseball information if you're interested in what do these people look like who are actually working for the campaign? My impressions, too, I'll, I'll throw these in before, before we get started. The, the young people who are staffing the campaign, and they are all uh, mainly quite young, uh, effective, smart, uh, really uh, just sharp. I mean, they, and they've come from all over. One woman I spoke with had moved up here from Texas. They've come from all over to work for Pete in New Hampshire. Uh, a friend of ours, uh, family friend, Will uh, Rumford, recently joined the campaign. We spoke with him out in Denver when he was hoping to get on the campaign. He did a really good job just showing up, volunteering, making himself available. And sure enough, now he's going to be organizing in an area of New Hampshire. And he helped uh, get me set up so that I could work as a volunteer at this event. So Will Rumford's going to be uh, part of the team early on and a bright guy. He worked at Amazon uh, and he's uh an example of the kind of people who, who are getting drawn to the campaign. Other campaigns clearly have young people too. This uh, Pete doesn't have a, um, a monopoly on this, but I'm always kind of encouraged when I go to one of these political events, and it was similar when we were working with Obama, the people who are drawn to actually work for not much money and volunteers and ever, you, you can get kind of cynical listening to what's going on in the media but when you're actually at one of these events and you, you're meeting the people who are helping out, there, there's kind of a lift in everybody's step. That, that there's just a sense of not just sitting back being outraged or being enthusiastic. When, when you drive an hour early in the morning and you get a lanyard with your name on it and you get an assignment, you're in the game. And, and I felt it just myself, you know, and I'm 68, so you can feel it at any age. But when you see the young people involved in this kind of activity, uh, as Pete says, you know, it, it takes hope to 
run for office. It takes hope to be a staffer, not making much money in one of these campaigns. And it takes hope to stand in line for, for all of the uh, work that it takes to do it. So in any event, this is sort of the prelude and the introductory uh, speakers before Pete, uh, mercifully short. It wasn't long-winded speaker after speaker, and they all had sort of a, a point to what they were saying. And then in the episode that I'll upload next, you'll, you'll hear Pete's uh, talk itself. I'm here to promote Dover Democrats. Yay! So, nothing gives me more pleasure, however, than to welcome our, all our wonderful presidential candidates to Dover. And no one more than Pete, because here in Dover, we know a lot about what good city leadership means, and we've seen that in South Bend. So, we're very happy to have him here. It's been said that the Dover Democratic Committee is the best, most effective, most fun Democratic committee in the state. I said it myself just yesterday. So for those of you out there who are Dover Dems, it's time for you to get engaged locally and join us. And it's really easy to do. DoverNHDemocrats.org. And right up there is Bill Berkeley, who's our webmaster, Bill Baber, who's our webmaster. And he puts everything up. If you could though right now, you would know candidates who are coming to Dover in the area in the next few days. So that's all you need to know. DoverNHDemocrats.org. Repeat after me. DoverNHDemocrats.org. Okay, thank you. Because we're a vibrant, active community service group. T-shirt. We wear this every year at Dover Pride Cleanup Day when the Dover Democratic team takes over City Hall and does all the work to brighten up that place. And we get lots of visibility that way, and we invite you to join us. Unfortunately, I forgot to bring the t-shirts, so you'll have to come to one of our meetings to buy one of those. We do gather twice a month, once on Tuesday evening, second Tuesday of the month. That's a program, educational, informative. And then we also have a social pub night every month, purely social, some nice location in Dover where you can have a good social evening. So we've also followed bills and we testify in Concord. We know in Dover how to build the democratic community. So here's a specific invitation. On Saturday, take out your phones, mark this down if you live in Dover. Saturday, August 3rd, we have planned citywide social events for every ward in the city. They're gonna go from 10 in the morning until eight at night. Dessert parties, brunches, picnics, all kinds of things. So go to that website, DoverNHDemocrats.org, find out where your event is for your ward, and sign up. The sign up form is right there on the website. So earlier this week, we had a postcard invitation writing party where we, we uh, filled out 1,900 invitation postcards to you Dover Democrats who haven't given us even your email or your phone. So you'll receive a snail mail invite for your award. If you have given us a phone, you'll get a text invite if it's a cell. If you have your email, you get an email invite. If you don't get any of those, go to the website. At that work party, and this is what makes me enthusiastic about all these campaigns, but particularly the campaign for Mayor Pete right now. One of his representatives, the uh, state, New Hampshire State Director for Young People, Michael Blake, came to our event. He labeled postcards, he addressed postcards, and more importantly, he bought a t-shirt. 
<laughs> so that's, for me, that, that is emblematic of the Buttigieg campaign, working not only to make the case for the mayor, but to support our local town committee, committees and our down-ballot candidates. That's how we strengthen the party. That's how we build for the future. So lastly, I'm particularly excited today because he said he's going to speak about national service. That's an issue really dear to my heart. When I graduated from college in 1969, I went to West Africa in Cameroon to the Peace Corps to teach English. I was there for two years. In 1968 was the first presidential election that I was old enough to vote. Some of you may remember that with me. I voted for Richard Nixon. Four years later, I volunteered full-time for Senator George McGovern in California, and I've been a strong Democrat ever since. So national service is an important thing. So I want to introduce you, I want to say thank you to Mayor Pete for elevating that issue up to the national scene. I want to welcome Mayor Pete to Dover. We have invited him to all those August 3rd parties, but we're waiting for his RSVP. So welcome to Dover. We hope to see him often. The next speaker is Amelia Mader. She's the Deputy State Director for Mayor Pete. Amelia. service that I met my wife Jody, also an alum, 
Uh, and when City or New Hampshire relocated to Manchester, we too put down roots to make the Queen City our permanent home. Manchester is now the city that I represent in the State House and the community in which Jody and I are proud to be raising our two future National Service members, Ben and Rosie. They're over there because we promised them a trip to the Children's Museum afterwards. They're six and three and they're awesome uh, and we're so excited to be here today. Last week we were preparing for cookouts and fireworks, we all were, uh, and on July 3rd, we were down at my mother-in-law's house in New Jersey, and I heard that Mayor Pete was gonna be rolling out his national service plan. And I'll be completely honest with you. I'm a national service guy. I served, I continue to do work developing new national service programs. And in the State House, it's one of my main policy priorities. So I was a little bit skeptical. I said, what does Mayor Pete have? What, how, how complex is this plan gonna be? And so I was sitting in the living room of my mother-in-law's house, trying desperately to live stream this rollout from Sioux City, Iowa. And I'm listening and I hear some details and I say, okay, I think he might be on the right track here. Uh, I keep listening. I switch my web browser. I look over and read actually the, the policy plan, the details. And I read and I reread and let me tell you, I was completely blown away. Mayor Pete's national service plan is incredible. And looking back, maybe I shouldn't be that surprised uh, because we had, a, we had an intimate round table with Mayor Pete and some other young elected officials and he saw my lapel pin. I had an AmeriCorps pin that I was wearing and he says, are you an alum? Did you serve? And I said, yes, I did. He said, tell me about your national service experience. And then we had a round table with Chastin Buttigieg, Pete's husband, and we were, we were meeting with all sorts of people who had done a year of national service and then went on to careers in education. He knew all the right questions to ask. And whenever Mayor Pete has been asked in interviews or at town hall meetings about his experience in Afghanistan, serving in the Navy Reserves, he's always parlayed that conversation into one about providing more opportunities for young people to serve their communities, the nation, and the world. So on July 4th, I felt like it was my patriotic duty. I reached out to the campaign and I said, I think I'm ready to endorse Mayor Pete for the next president of the United States. <laughs> Mayor Pete wants to take service year positions, expand them from 60,000, the way they are right now, to 250,000, fully funding the Serve America Act that was passed in 2008, but which hasn't been fully funded. In making national service a priority, Mayor Pete has shown that he takes seriously the responsibility of unleashing the power and potential of our country's most natural resource, <laughs> us, the American people. The social fabric of our communities is tearing at the seams and our democracy is in peril, and that is why I'm committed to doing everything that I can do between now and February 11th to make sure that Mayor Pete wins the first in the nation presidential primary, gets the Democratic nomination, wins back the White House, and most importantly, wins the era. Ladies and gentlemen, Dover, are you ready? Please join me in welcoming the next president of the United States, Mayor Pete.